As older adults with vision loss, we understand your fears, your frustrations, and feelings of isolation. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is here to help you as you pursue the independent lifestyle you deserve. For more information, visit www.aaval-blind-seniors.org or call 916-995-3967 for more information. AAVL, a supporter of the ACB Media Network. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. I uh, hope everybody's having a good afternoon. Um, today, we're going to talk about introversion and extroversion. Uh, we we all hear and maybe have even said that we are extroverts or introverts. And uh, so the terms are pretty popular, but a lot of people really don't understand exactly what they are. Um, we've made some different comments about extroverts maybe having it worse or more difficult with the the pandemic and the shutdowns. And uh, some people seem to have a belief that introverts have it easier. Um, so we're going to clear up some of the, these concepts and misconfusion and misinformation. And people can maybe gain a better idea of what they are, whether they're, you know, introverts, extroverts, or somewhere in between. And yes, there is um, an in-between. <laughs> um, Carl Jung is the one who coined the terms extrovert and introvert in the early 20th century. So when he started his work, he determined that some people are extroverts and some people are introverts. And only about 15% of people are to the extreme. So only about 15% of people are extrovert and only about 15% of people are introverts. So there's about 70% of, of the population, which is somewhere in between. And so, yes, you may have some introverted tendencies. You may have some extroverted tendencies. You may you know, be very close to being an extrovert, but you have an introverted tendency. So you're somewhere in between. Um, So that is why, you know, a lot of people are kind of confused about which they are. Um, People have an idea that introverts are shy and extroverts are all outgoing. And that's not true. Shyness doesn't have a thing to do with whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. There are people who are extroverts and they are shy. There are people who, which is pretty difficult for them. There are people who are introverts and they are shy. And there's people who are somewhere in between and they're shy. So shyness is not being introverted or extroverts. Um, Introversion and extroversion basically relates to where we get our energy. How do we recharge? Um, So people who are extroverts get their energy from being around other people, um, what they learn from other people, the energy that other people, um, you know, exude when we're in a crowd or, well, if you've ever gone to an ACV convention or a concert, feel the energy of the people around you. And extroverted people do very, very well in those situations because they get a lot of energy and that, you know, allows them to be more creative and productive. Introverted people, on the other hand, tend to get their energy from their own thoughts, being alone, and um, they they tend to become exhausted when they're around a lot of people for periods of time. And that can vary from person to person. So if you've ever been in a crowd of people or you've gone to, you know, a party or something, and all of a sudden about, I don't know, an hour, two hours, three hours into that party, you just feel exhausted. Or you go home and you're like, I'm totally exhausted. That's an introvert thing. 
because and and you need to recharge them by being alone. The introverted, the extroverted person, you know, at the end of that party, they're going to feel really wound up, and they're going to go home and dabble about the party happily and and find people to talk to about the party, and because they're really charged up, they're they're still excited, and they wouldn't mind if the party lasted for a while longer. Um, the same when when you go to conventions, you know, a lot of times people will um, come home and they're like, "Oh my goodness, it just takes me a week or two to recover from this convention." I don't, and, and they're they're totally exhausted. But an extroverted person is like, "Why did it end so fast? I'm ready for more," you know, because they were able to recharge their their energy with that convention. So that's why you may hear different things like that. And again, it doesn't really have to do with how much you actually work or how much you actually personally did at the convention or for the convention. It just has to do with those volumes of people that you're around constantly. And um, extroverted people will tend to spend a lot more of their time with other people. You know, they they don't spend as much time in their rooms by themselves or hoping to be alone, that type of thing. So um, introvert, extroverted people have a very difficult time with a lot of alone time. It doesn't mean that they don't need alone time, but they they have a difficult time with with a lot of alone time because that takes their energy away. And then they actually feel more tired and exhausted and, and you know, uh, when when they spend too much time alone. Now, the cool thing is that ACB has been pretty creative, and we have all these community calls. And so extroverted people can actually become quite recharged with attending a lot of community calls because you hear people talking and you have an opportunity to talk or you have an opportunity to sing with other people or you have an opportunity to, you know, discuss what they're discussing. Um, it probably isn't going to work very well for you to have long lectures and that type of thing. Introverted people do well with lectures and um, you know presentations that are that are mostly lectures. They do well with study, but the extroverted person they want to hear the conversation. They want to hear everybody else's thoughts and everybody else's ideas, and they definitely want to share their ideas and their thoughts. So one of the things that introverted people have had more difficulty with during the pandemic is if they live with family or spouses or have children, you know, during the shutdown, people were always around them. And even though it was their family and they love their family dearly and they love their children and they love, you know, whoever, it, they had very little time alone. People who were alone had difficulty maybe interacting on the community calls. They would attend the community calls and they would listen and they would maybe try to join once in a while, but they just realized that they were totally exhausted by the end of that community call. People who are extroverted, of course, enjoyed the community calls. Um, And, you know, especially if they got to talk and they got to share and they got to hear other people and and listen to ideas, that was really excited. So it's not that one person had an easier or a more difficult time. Extroverted people, of course, miss the socialization and, you know, going out and, and doing different things. But introverted people have also missed the short periods of socialization and the social interaction. Because Again, it doesn't have anything to do with whether you like being touched or whether you like being hugged or or those things. Both introverted and extroverted people respond to touch and hug um, the same. That would be a whole different thing going on if you are somebody who's not comfortable with touch or hugs. Uh, probably um, residual trauma. You know, things like that, or maybe just not having grown up with a lot of that. But so when people say, well, introverted people didn't mind, you know, not having the the close social contact. Well, they did because they do need social contact, just not for a long period of time. 
and they do better with small groups or one-on-one contact. And some introverts didn't even have that during the the shutdown, um, nor did extroverts. Now, because people just some people spend a great deal of time by themselves, uh, too much time. Um, introverts have a lower level of arousal, and they have to work harder to arouse their minds and, and their bodies. And so, I'm sorry, extroverts have a lower level of arousal. And so they have to work harder, which means that they they are you know, aroused by other people, other people's thoughts, other people's ideas, other people's laughter, other people's humor, uh, things like that. Um, they crave adventure, novelty, and they seek the company of other people. So introverts have a much higher level of arousal, and they become overstimulated when they're around a lot of people or a lot of noise, um, and so they need a lot of time alone. And they they recharge their energy by studying, by contemplation, by you know, listening to the media and thinking about what does the news actually say and is that accurate and how does that relate to their own ideas, um, things like that. So um, extroverts tend to respond more strongly when they have immediate gratification, Um Extroverts tend to be, well, like, for example, if you're, if you're gambling, if you spend an hour or two gambling and you never want anything, extroverts would be very, very unhappy. Introverts would not be too unhappy about that because they would be thinking about what they could do to, to make the payoff even better. Or they would be okay to wait for that payoff. You know, they could, they could gamble for hours. And then when the payoff comes, you know, that would be okay. Extroverts are like, mm, if it doesn't happen in a couple, you know, a little while, I'll go on to something else. Um, and again, it, it the brains of a truly introverted and extroverted person are different. If When they do MRI studies, the brain is actually different, which accounts for the differences in, in the people. So you can you can be um, somewhere in between all of that. You can you can you know have situations where you're introverted, and you can have situations where you're more extroverted. Um, you can enjoy a lot of study time and a lot of, and then and still enjoy social interactions, or you know. And, and that's where most of us fall. And the other thing that we do is learn to adapt to our situations. So you may have been a very, very extroverted person as a teenager um, because, uh, you know, being impulsive and having the opportunity to be extroverted and, and be really social. And then as you get older, you kind of adapt to, you know, not as much opportunity. And, and so then you feel like you've become more introverted. And basically what you've done is adapt to the situation. Um, it's important to, to think about what you, uh, what, where you fit in. Because if you're in a relationship especially, and most of relationships very um, become married to or involved in relationships with the same type person. And there's a reason for that, because, you know, what attracts one person are, are, you know, the qualities that you don't have. So you may be attracted to, if you're an introvert, you may be attracted to the extroverted person because they help you in ways. They, they help you get your needs met. They help you, you know, form some social acquaintances. They help you with uh, introverted people are not very assertive uh, because you know that would take a big risk. People might not like you if you're assertive, and so um, extroverted people tend to be more spontaneous and more assertive. So you're typically attracted to people um, who are who have different qualities than you do, but it can also cause a problem because if you are with a an introverted person and you're very extroverted 
he or she might not like all the socialization that you want to do. Or they might think that you require too much socialization and that you sap their energy all the time because you're always wanting to go out and do things and that type of thing. So it's really important to discuss as a couple your needs with each other. Hey, I need a lot of socialization and interaction, and I get that you don't. So how can we compromise? And it might be that he just says, go out with your friends and socialize, and I'll stay right here and be happy. (laughs) Then you can come home. Um, A lot of times that happens with people. I have a really good friend, and he is way introverted. Oh, my goodness, he's introverted. And a lot of times when we're together, we're just quiet. We don't really say a whole lot. And, you know, people come by and they're like, hmm, they don't, they're not talking. What a relationship do they have? Um, and we're perfectly okay with that because I am enough introverted that I can be comfortable with either extroverts or introvert. Um, and I tend to be more introverted than I am extroverted, but not always. So, you know, I can I can pretty well switch back and forth between both and, and be okay with whichever. Um, but my friend, he's very, very introverted. And then I have another friend, and she is totally extroverted. She never meets a stranger. She's got something to say. She talks nonstop. And she's very bubbly, and she's just, uh, that's just the way she is. And, and again, I'm pretty comfortable with her, but my very introverted friend... He likes her, but she makes him feel tired very quickly <laughs> because she is so uh, just talks and, and happy and, you know, um, very emotional, very excited, that type of thing. Um, extroverts and introverts process stimuli differently. For extroverts, the pathway is shorter and it runs through their senses. And so when they process things, they're, they're interested in what does it look like, what does it taste, how does it smell, what does it feel like, what does it sound like. That's how they process things. And that's why they're very good with, with being around crowds of people, because there's a lot of stimulation. And they can process these things very quickly. So they go from, you know, uh, all, their, all their senses possible. Um, the introvert processes things differently, and they have a very long pathway, which is associated with memory, planning, and problem solving. So they're constantly thinking about who is this, what is this person saying, uh, how long do I have to be around them, <laughs> how long is this event going to go, and, and what is my plan for either escape or you know protecting myself. Um, so they they process information very differently. Because of that, that's why they really enjoy and do well with studying and solving problems. And they're they're not so impulsive. Um, so they they've got a problem figured out and and a solution and a plan. Um, where the extroverted person might just kind of blast into things and and do things uh, and and you know then have to figure it out later. Um, introverts enjoy being alone with their thoughts and they find it restorative. What they don't enjoy is if their thoughts are sad or, you know, not pleasant or not informative. They, They may have some problems with that and they may have some problems with it because they have a difficult time reaching out or seeking support from other people. Uh, extroverted people, they don't really enjoy spending a lot of time thinking about things, so they don't they don't really do that too much. But if they do have difficulties and they're feeling sad or depressed or whatever, they don't have difficulty reaching out. You know, they're the ones who can call and and or or get involved in the community calls and just just be there. And they're they're okay with that. So it's really important uh, when you when you do these social type community calls to try to to bring people out so that you know your introverted people are feeling like they're included. Um, and it's also important to try to you know keep conversations 
moving, but not three and four or five people talking because that's going to really be overwhelming for an introverted person. But now, on the other hand, you know, people are extroverted as well and, and they need a lot of conversation. So those are kind of things to think about. Um, introverted people will typically think things through before they speak. Um, so they may they may pause more uh, when you ask them a question. They they may there may be a, a moment of silence. The extroverted person is very usually very quick to interrupt that, and so that can make conversation pretty difficult um, when when you're having a conversation. And as a group leader, you might want to be aware of that and say, "No, oh, let them let them." let them speak, you know, let them answer the question or, or hold on a minute, you know, just, you know, just gently remind the extroverted person that they're going to have their opportunity to speak and be heard. Um, but what it is, the introverted person has to think about things before they answer. Um, extroverts are, like I said, very energized by people. They enjoy spending time with other um, they they chat if they can. They make eye contact. They'll do whatever they can to, um, you know, be kind of the center of attention. They like to be the center of attention, and they actually need to be the center of attention. Where an introverted person does not like being the center of attention, and they don't they don't need to be. They're they're happy being on the the background listening and. Um, not not necessarily being the center of attention. So then you have the 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 people who in the middle are called introverts. A n t i v e r t s. That's what we are. Um, and and some introverts are more extroverted, and sometimes they're more introverted. And sometimes it it depends on the situation that they're in. If they're really feeling comfortable or comfortable with who they are, or um, you know, they can really they're in a situation where they can really interact, they can be much more extroverted. But if they're not in a situation where they can really interact, um, they they may appear to be more introverted. And it can be very difficult if you are a person who leans more toward extroversion, and you're in a situation where you really, you really can't interact. You can't get up and socialize, like these dear family dinners that we have and family reunions. And you're kind of stuck in a chair. And you know, every time you you move, somebody's like, "Oh, can I help you? Can I help you?" I'm like, no, no, I just want to walk around and socialize. Oh, you can't walk around. You know, you, you might get hurt, or you might fall, or you might run into something. You know, so that can be very, very uncomfortable for a person with extroverted tendencies or an extrovert because you want to socialize. You want to, you know, be around and, and get involved in the conversations. Introverted people, on the other hand, will just kind of go into their own heads and they'll just start thinking about other things. And then people around might say, he doesn't look like he's having a good time. Well, he sat there the whole time and didn't say a word. That's because there was way too much going on, and they just kind of go into their own their own selves, and um, that's how they deal. Doesn't mean that they're depressed or angry or or anything. It's just the type of person that they are. Now, a lot of people think that people who are extroverted do very are better with sales, but that's not true. People who are introverts do better in sales. Because when you're selling things, you do want to be outgoing and you want to be very social and that type of thing. But you've also got to have enough self-discipline to know when stop. And sometimes extroverted people just don't have that. They, they just keep, you know, pushing the product and pushing it, pushing it. And, and, you know, other people are like, stop. I said, no, give me a break. You know, so... Introverted people actually do better in sales. Um, there's a really good book, and it's by Adam Brandt, B-R-A-N-T, and it's called Give and Take. 
a revolutionary approach to success. And what he does in that book is kind of help you uh, identify where you are on the whole spectrum and in what situation. And that can kind of give you some ideas of, you know, things that you might want to look into changing about yourself, um, careers that would be better for you or maybe not so good for you, um, you know, things like that. And then you can also take a personality assessment, and it is pretty good. Some of these personality assessments online I, I'm not so, so keen on, but this one is not bad, and it's by Daniel Pink, P-I-N-K. And the site for that is danpink, D-A-N-P-I-N-K, dot com slash assessment. So he asked a series of questions, and, and you can get an idea of where you are in that, that scale. Um, so when you hear comments about, you know, who had it better or worse uh, with the pandemic, just remember that everybody had their own challenges. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you were on the spectrum. Um, of extroversion and introversion, everybody had their own challenges. And it, a better approach is, is to ask people, you know, how did it affect you? Um, did it affect you? You know, in what way did it affect you? And then listen to their response. Because some people were very, very impacted and some people not so much. Um, and that's, that's a better approach than saying, oh, well, you're, you're introverted, so it didn't bother you at all. No. Uh, because they're not going to say, oh, yes, it did, and, and this is why it did, and that type of thing, probably. They're just going to let you think whatever you want, because, uh, um So, a, a much better approach is just to say, you know, how were you impacted, or how did it affect you, and how does it continue to impact you? Uh, I know yesterday I was sitting there thinking, oh, my gosh, I can't go through this again, even though... I wasn't that hugely impacted. I just was like, I can't go through this again. And I guess I'm going to go through it again because, you know, Berkeley County is in the red and eh, we've got limitations again. And I've got limitations because of my medical issues and that type of thing. But, you know, and, and I wasn't as impacted as, as many people, you know, I know. Um, because, again, I'm a pretty adaptable and 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 I figure out ways to deal, but so yeah, I mean a lot of people are are really struggling. So that's introversion, extroversion, and introversion. And uh, if anybody has any questions or comments, we'll put Chanel to work. All right. Yeah. Just as a quick reminder, if you want to raise your hand, I'll go over the instructions for the computer first. To raise your hand, it's Alt-Y. This is for a PC. And to unmute, it is Alt-A. If you are on the telephone, you will raise your hand with star 9, unmute with star 6. On a Mac, it is option Y to raise your hand, Command-Shift-A to unmute. If you're using the iPhone app, the raise hand is under more in the lower right-hand corner, and unmute is in the lower left-hand corner. And the first person we have is Mark. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Hello. <laughs> um, I, um, I would, <clears throat> this has been, uh, again, quite a good topic. I, I would have to say I'm kind of one of those people who's in between. Um, there are times when, so I, a lot of socialization energizes me. And there are times when I just, oh, please, I need to be alone. I mean, I, I can remember coming home from an NFB convention once and it was pretty stressful. And um, I get home and I'm like, I just want to be alone, you know. And I slept through most of the next day and woke up to find that it was 98 degrees out. And like, oh, no, no wonder I'm so uncomfortable, you know. But um, it was just, um, you know, so I tend to be more toward the ember. I mean, toward the introvert, but I'd say I'm in between. I don't mind sitting through lectures, um, you know, or, or um, and I do like to think about what it is that I'm saying first before actually saying it. Um, and, um, but, you know, I, I have friends who are in either, you know, either, am, um, either introverts or extroverts. I have friends of both um, categories. So, um, 
there you go. I, I can be, you know, um, I'm definitely in between, but I have heard times when people have said, to me, Hey Mark, Penny for your thoughts, you know, um, you're kind of quiet or, um, the, um, sometimes there was a work situation where I was in that my boss kind of, I've observed that you're kind of laid back, you know, um, unlike the rest of the team, you know, so you kind of need to, um, you know, determine that way too. What, what kind of work, what kind of career is best for you considering where you're at? <laughs> there you, that's it. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for sharing. All right. Are you ready for the next person? Yeah. Okay. Next we have Jane. Okay. This has been really cool. Um, I have, I don't think I've ever heard a, a better description of introversion and extroversion. And I pretty much knew that I was uh, on the scale way more toward being an introvert. And um, you're right. These, these community calls, the ones where you talk, everybody just sort of talks like a free for all. I hate those because <laughs> nobody, nobody ever listens to me. I mean, I, I can't get a word in edgewise. I feel like I'm drowning in those. So, you know, these here where, where you have to raise your hand and be acknowledged, I'm much more comfortable with that. Um, like this one or a lecture, like the one about coffee because you know, um, and I find that extroverted people, they, they annoy me because they drown me out. Um, I was with a friend the other day and we met a new person <clears throat> and I might've wanted to talk to her a little bit, but my extroverted friend just, and she talked and talked and I couldn't get a word in edgewise. And I found, I, I feel like I'm drowning with those extroverted people. And I, I love talking and I love being with people, but you know, I, I, I need to, I don't want to have other people, you know, drown me out or, or, uh, or you know, um, talk over me. So, and so I think I'm, I'm much more of an introverted person and the most, I enjoy being the center of attention. Like when I was <clears throat> the office manager for guide dog users incorporated and I was running their suite and everybody would come in and everybody would talk to me and everybody would need me. And that was great to be the center of attention in that kind of situation because <laughs> everybody needed me and I was important, you know, um, but that that's different. So, um, but this has been a really, really cool presentation. Well, thank, thank you. you. And thank you for sharing. <laughs> okay. Next we have Karen. Hello. Um, as far as the pandemic goes, um, I really did not have too much problem with it um, because I believe I am an introvert. Um, the problem I can I can adjust. I can always find things to do. I could be on Zoom twenty four hours, although I think it's good for me. And um, the one thing about the pandemic, which was definitely bad for me, is that my normal physical op activity did not happen. And now I'm in physical therapy because of that. So um, I, for me, and I believe my vision, I have low vision plays a role in my introversion. Because if, if I could see better, um, I would see people I know and, and reach out to them and, or wave to them or say hello, but I don't. And if people are you know, looking at me and trying to engage me in a silent way, I miss it. Um, I've gone to large events. I used to, um, I'm maybe leaving the initial um, subject, but I feel it's part of it. I believe I'm more introverted because of my vision. If I go to a large event, I find that I have to go walking around looking for people. And, and sometimes I just don't see them. So more recently, I just try to of course if I know someone I'll, I'll ask who's there or whatever but sometimes that doesn't happen in these events and um, I just stay by myself and 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 I begin to wonder if I should even go but I do want to be engaged and I would like to connect more with others and now that the pandemic is winding down um I am reaching out, taking classes again, out, I mean, in person. Um, and so for me, I would like to connect more. 
but I'm fine being an introvert. Uh, and you're fine. You're you're right. Sometimes people's disability um, forces us to adapt, and that's why it can be so difficult because maybe we're having to force ourselves or figure out ways to adapt um, our extroverted self to being more introverted uh, because you know it is difficult. You know when you can't see or interact in that way. Um, so, yeah, some people are really having to adapt or, or be what they really would not be if, if, if they did not have the disability. But some people have uh, certainly, uh, indeed, I mean, I know some extroverted blind people, and I don't know how they do it. But <laughs> they certainly <laughs> don't seem to be having any difficulty at all. I think one of my big, um, I don't know if it's an accomplishment during the pandemic is I, I actually got a mobility, um, not a mobility cane, an identity cane. So, and I find that, um, so before, if I sat by myself, people would just say, well, what's wrong with her? Or maybe think what's wrong with her. But if I have this cane, some of them get it that I just don't see well. And, um, so I think it helps. Um, I, I think it helps um, that I am I identifying myself as a person who does. Well. And um, so anyway, I, I made it through the pandemic. I am now officially a low vision person with my cane and <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing the best I can. That's all we can do. Absolutely. And thank you for sharing. Thank you. Okay, we have Carla next. Hello, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a most fascinating presentation. Of course, all your presentations are fascinating. But one thing that really stuck out to me is, you know, I always, you know, I was thinking that I was probably an extrovert, and I now I realize I'm more of an introvert, and maybe it's because I'm comparing myself to my brother who is in the process of moving to Alabama because he just doesn't want to be around people. He hates the city, you know, yada, yada, yada. He just can't wait to get on this isolated little mountain of his. And that would drive me nuts. You know what I mean? And, you know, there are times that I, I, you know, I need to be with people. I need social events. I need parties and things like that. But on the other hand, just listening to this presentation, I think I am more of an introvert because, um, um, you know, when I'm in the middle of things, I'm not as bubbly and I don't have to, you know, I, I don't, I'm not real, real social. I don't like a whole lot, you know, I can't process a whole lot of people at one time. I prefer, you know, smaller gatherings and things like that. And so, um, and the pandemic, and, and I live alone and I do a value, I do value alone time, but there's sometimes I think to myself, if I have to be alone one more hour, but on the other hand, there are times that I need the time. So would you say I'm an introvert just from the limited knowledge that you have of me? Or do you think that, and, and I'm, I'm a person that also has to plan things, okay? Everything mm -hmm. has to be planned. Everything, you know, I do process things and I do get a charge out of studying and just listening to music by myself and playing music by myself. But what would you say? Um, just knowing, you know, just from hearing me talk briefly, do you think I'm, I'd be more, I'm thinking I'm more of an introvert, or do you think I'm an introvert? Yeah, you're probably uh, the introvert. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. I've got two friends, and they're, they are, like, so opposite. It is. So my extroverted friend, she is just constantly in the middle of everything. She talks nonstop. She does very li little listening. If you want her to listen, you really have to just tell her, you know, shut up for a minute and listen to me. <laughs> you really do. Um, she's just as sweet as she can be. Uh, she's always doing and, and giving and, you know, just, just talking. And she never meets a stranger. And that's how she is. She, she doesn't do well with being alone. Um, she's the middle of the party, you know, that type of thing. So she's very uh, extroverted. My other introverted friend, if he hears about a family reunion or 
you know, uh, the group of people at work are going out to a party. He literally becomes anxious. I mean, he has a major anxiety because he doesn't want to go, but he doesn't want to not go. He doesn't want to tell, you know, his family, no, I don't want to go. And what he's had to learn to do so that he can deal with his level of anxiety is just be there for a, a short period of time and then leave. Um, he could spend 24 hours, seven days a week alone and studying, and he would be happy. Now, if he couldn't study, he wouldn't be happy. Um, so that is the that is the extreme introverted. When he's in conversations with people, most people think that he's not a very nice person. They think that he isn't friendly because he doesn't uh, invite conversation and he doesn't invite people over. When we go to the dog park, I have to remind him, you know, you need to go over and his people. You can't just stay sitting on that bench holding door as pleasant as it is. You know, you have to go over and talk to people. And if people talk to him, he'll talk to them. Um, he will go over and say hello, and he'll talk to the dog a little bit. But then back over to the bench he goes. And, you know, a lot of people think that he's unfriendly, and he's not. He's, he's a friendly person. He's just so introverted that it's easy for him to sit there and get lost in his own little head, in his own little world, and he doesn't even know that other people are around. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but most people are somewhere in between. Most people are the introvert. Okay. Next, we have Sherry. Not quite sure how that's pronounced. Hello there. Um, I... I missed the first part of your presentation, but what I heard was was great. And I I think I mean I'm pretty sure I'm on the introverted side of things. However, I do I like small groups. I don't like really big big groups. But I don't know how much that has to do with blindness. I've always been totally blind, but I have like you uh, I have blind friends who are really outgoing mm -hmm. and they can just go up and talk to people and they don't, I mean, they don't have to see it. They just go up and get into conversations <laughs> and stuff. I can't, I can't, I'm not good at doing that. Yeah. But I, I, I think I, though I'm probably in between somewhere, like you said, there's, no, you know, very few of us are at the extremes of either, of either. I think I'm more, more introverted because sometimes, um, I remember one particular convention, I was coming home on a ride, was commuting back and forth because it was in Orlando, and the person that was with me was just ch chatting up this other person, and this person, in my opinion, had absolutely nothing to say, and I was really tired, and I'm like, why don't we just sit and be quiet, <laughs> and it really, I almost like had a headache by the time I got home because it was like this friend was staying with me, and it was like, why didn't you just relax and not? Why did you have to talk and talk and talk to this person? So I know that I'm I'm more definitely more introverted, but I I think what I heard of your presentation was was really fascinating, and thank you for it. And my You're question welcome. is: Are these ever are these recorded? Are they archived somewhere where the ones we missed we could go back and and listen to? Chanel or Jason, can you answer that? Yes, they are available on ACB, and they. Um, if you ever look at the ACB Community Events Podcast, or if you go to acbmedia.org, then you should find, I don't know, sometimes they don't get up right away, but these do eventually get put in the podcast feed. Oh, cool. Okay, can you, sub can you actually subscribe to that, to that podcast feed, you know, so that yes. it's... I believe you can i think it's acb community events and jason can correct oh, me if cool. i'm wrong oh that's neat okay awesome thank you you're welcome all right we have a little over 10 minutes um and we'll go to our next hand it's ann and brash uh yes i just uh, had a question um great presentation um is if i'm probably an introvert more or less as well. But I just wondered, um, is that a static quality in a person's life or can, can you change your, can you change to an extrovert? Um, yeah, if you are an introverted person, you can learn to be more extroverted. 
if you're an extroverted person, you can certainly learn to be more introverted. Um, if you know, if you, I don't know, say you know, maybe you uh, could say, well, I really want to be more assertive, or I really want to be more outgoing. Um, you can learn those skills. Or if you're very, very outgoing and you're very chatty and talky, but you say, well, maybe I do need to slow down a little bit and listen. You can learn to do that. Just by practicing doing that? Yeah, by figuring out what it is you want to do or what it is you want to change. And then you can learn. I used to be extremely introverted. Didn't talk to anybody. I wasn't outgoing and unfortunately didn't have a lot of friends and, you know, because it was impossible for people to get to know me uh, because I didn't really talk to people. And then I avoided people, you know, because they were exhausting. Well, when I started work as a therapist, I had to start talking to people and God forbid, ask them questions and embarrassing questions too. That was really bad. (laughs) You know, but if I was going to do my job, I had to learn to do that, and then I learned to be more assertive and, and learned to to talk to people. And now I'm probably more introverted, but pretty balanced. Great. Thank you, because these community calls are, you know, uh, difficult for me. So I'm hoping, you know, that you can do this and it gets easier. Well, if you have any topics or anything, you know, be sure to let me know, okay? Okay. Anybody, you or anybody, um, I'm always looking for topics. And, you know, what I want to do is put information out there that's useful and helpful. Um, So, yeah. Okay, next we have Angie. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, I wasn't diagnosed um, being blind until 2005. I'm 53. Before 2005, I was an extrovert. I mean, I was way out there extrovert (laughs) and between finding that out having to close down businesses and then a horrible horrible divorce I feel like I'm an introvert and I wonder how much of that is confidence like do you feel maybe extroverts have more confidence because now I am I am still not sure about things you know I'm like the the lady that said you know her vision had has something to do with that. I know my vision has something to do with that because I'm just now accepting <laughs> that I'm blind. It took me forever to realize, you know, I need help. I need to, you know, I need to get on the bandwagon. I need to find my people. And I found ACB and I found my people and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So I am revved up about that. And I've noticed, um, and I just started with them last week, that that little bit of extrovert is starting to come out and it's been hidden, hidden yeah. for years. And it so, will. And if you were around other blind people or you went to a convention or you got involved in, you know, some of the group, you would find that I feel comfortable here and I can be myself. You right. Know, right. Yeah. And and people get get it like they get you. They understand. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think confidence plays a role in those two? Or can you be an introvert and be completely confident with yourself? Oh, yeah, you can be a completely confident, introverted person. Okay. Um, But if you are always an extrovert and now suddenly you don't feel like you can really be yourself or do as much because of your blindness, Mm -hmm. you know, that can really play a role. However, if you got around some really extroverted blind people, and believe me, they're out there. You know, then you could you could feel confident and you could be that person too. Yeah. Okay. I have noticed though with the introvert, and maybe it's because I tend to be an extrovert prior mm-hmm. to this, it's almost depressed me being an introvert. Like I I just I don't I don't know how to explain it. I I don't know if that even makes sense. Well, but, it does because that's not who you are. That's not who you want to be. So yeah. go ahead and, and work on being an introvert. I mean, an extrovert. Put yourself out there. Ask questions. Walk around. Do whatever you can. You know, the <laughs> thing you did the last time. Or yeah. when, you, when you were really happy being an extrovert. Yeah. Because it's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I do have wow. some introvert, you know, tendencies. There's some days that I'm like, just leave me alone. I'm in my head. I'm in my thoughts, you know. Mm-hmm. 
let, let me deal with some things. But for the most part, you know, and I'm, I'm always a people pleaser. I want to be a people pleaser. You know, what can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. So I think that might be a tendency of an extrovert. Maybe I don't, I don't know. But. Well, your goal is to work on being who you want to be without letting your vision loss keep yeah. you from being who you want to be. Yeah. Um, I'm, I have a real good friend that she's blind and she is so extroverted. And when I was with her, I was like, oh my gosh. But she just walks up, she talks to people, and if they talk to her, that's wonderful. If they don't, she'll go talk to somebody else. <laughs> that, and she doesn't that, worry about it. She just doesn't. Yeah. I, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, no, I'm not there yet, but I can work on it. Like, I Absolutely. can totally work on it. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Your presentation was exactly what I needed because I really didn't know the difference. So thank you. You taught me a lot today. You're welcome. We do have one person who has repeatedly raised and lowered her hand. I assume it, Abby, um, if you want to speak, you may, but I noticed. Sure. Hi. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Hello? Yes. Oh. Hi. Yeah. Um, I really related to the person who was talking about um, their vision impacting their ability to be extroverted. I could really relate to that. And um, that was something that... Um, I feel for myself that that being blind can affect how much you can be extroverted because I feel that um, being around blind people helps me be more extroverted because I'm more comfortable and um, it's I feel it's affected my ability to be a social like being blind that it's just harder you know it's harder to find your way around it's harder to be as comfortable when you're I know there are people who do it so well who are blind, you know, but um, I just find it more difficult, you know. Um, yeah, it, it can be. And um, uh, I grew up and I didn't know that I was blind until I was 15. And I was blind before that. So um, I, I had some sight and it was kind of hidden because I had blind spots. It affected me badly. Um, so anyway, but um, uh, I just relate to what she's I, I really could relate to that. And, I, and um, I, I think it's really good to look at this. And I really enjoyed your lecture. Thank you. Well, thank you. And, and thank you for sharing. But you can absolutely be an extroverted blind person. Yes, um, I understand that. I'm comfortable doing it. And, you know. Yes. Be, be who you are. The American Council for the Blind, um, uh, I just found out about all these activities. And it's been helping me so much. Well, there you go. Yep. (laughs) All right. There are no other raised hands and we have about two minutes. Okay. Well, um, we'll be back with another topic next week. I'm not sure what, but um, as I said before, if you have any suggestions or topics or things that you would like, go ahead and send an email to community at acb.org and uh, Cindy will forward your email to me. And um, we'll be back next week.